When we come to God and confess our sins, we will be forgiven and experience freedom and joy. Confession is more than just saying sorry, it's letting go of our sin and transgression and putting it into the hands of God. I want to talk to you about that today as we start our next episode right now. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Chandler Acres Church slash Venture Church. Uh, so glad you are uh, taking part in this episode. Uh, I'm glad you downloaded this episode. Uh, wherever you are at at this moment in time, listening to this podcast, I believe God has placed you where you're at for a reason and a purpose, and we are praying that God will show you uh, why you are where you are. Um so if you're just joining us today for the first time in this series or even in our podcast, um, we are in week three of a four-week series called Back to the Basics. And as you might have guessed, it's a series about the basic foundations uh, of Christian faith. Now, if you're worried that, oh man, it's week three and I haven't listened to weeks one and two, uh, you're okay. Uh, every week we do a, a message, uh, a podcast, uh, whatever we talk about. Um, it's a standalone podcast. You can listen to it anytime. Uh, but to get some of the understanding of where we've been, uh, it is helpful to go back and make sure you're listening to each uh, episode of each series. And so I would encourage you to do that, but you don't have to. You can listen to this one and then go back. It, it won't hurt you at all. But we're just thankful that you are joining us and, and wanting to learn um, and understand uh, and going back to the basics uh, in our Christian faith. So uh, week number one, we, we talked about prayer. Um, I asked you guys to make sure that you're picking a time uh, each day to pray. I hope that's going well. Last week, I also challenged you to um, understand the importance of Scripture, to, to be diving into your Bible every day as well. So I hope that is going well for you also, and uh, you've picked a day. If it's not, it's never too late on either one of them. Start doing it today then. Just dive in today and uh, start making it a, a priority in your, in your life Okay, as we get back to the basics. Today, uh, we're tackling an ancient practice of the church called confession. Now, I know this word means different things to different people, depending on what faith tradition you grew up in or around. Uh, for me, I grew up uh, in the Catholic background, and I remember, uh, man, since since the day I can remember anything, uh, having to go into confession with a, with a priest, into you know one of those little rooms and, and share my um my sins and the things I've done wrong with a Catholic priest um, to let him know that um, this is what was going on and and uh, they would do their thing and you know that kind of stuff. Um, you might also have in your head uh, Hollywood imagery going on, okay, um, where you think of some overworked police sergeant working hard to get a confession out of the hardened criminal, hardened criminal, you know, like like oh man, you did it. Where were you on the night of blah blah blah, right? You know, or something on that nature, getting that confession out of that that person. Every time I think of it, I also can go to the the movie side of things. I think of the movie Few Good Men. 
you know, where Tom Cruise is, is going after Jack Nicholson and, and, you know, saying, I want the truth. And he's like, oh, you can't handle the truth, you know, and stuff like that. Trying to get that confession out of him is kind of where I go with it. But many of us see confession in the ways we've observed it play out in the world around us, right? So it's important that we balance what we've seen, heard, and learned through experience with what the Bible says. And thankfully, in this case, confession has biblical truth and instruction behind it. So, so let's jump in today, uh, today's episode, and, and see what biblical confession is all about, okay? So you may be asking yourself why something like confession is considered to be a basic part of of Christian faith, you know, because other things, you know, feel more obvious, like like prayer, reading the Bible, you know, attending church weekly. You know, we've 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 come to understand over the centuries that these are the things that we do as disciples that we're called to do as disciples, right? And there's nothing wrong, obviously, with praying, reading, and, and having fellowship with each other, right? Because we wouldn't do those things if they weren't important and necessary. So they're absolutely important and necessary. So what is confession then? Well, I believe there is something divinely powerful about confession. So let's just take a few minutes and let's talk about what confession is, okay? So first of all, let's talk for a moment about the word confession. The word itself, confession, means, now here's the basic definition of confession. It's a formal statement admitting that one is guilty of a crime, and it could also be an admission or acknowledgement that one has done something that one is ashamed of or embarrassed about, okay? And in a religious sense, confession is an admission of sins or wrongdoing with a motive to be absolved or forgiven. So, in summary, confession is a personal acknowledgement of wrongdoing or a perceived wrong, okay? Oftentimes, it feels good to admit to or own up to these things, that the things that we've done wrong or or to people we've hurt in the past, right, or, or recently, you know, uh, you may have heard people say that, you know, when, when we when we admit these things and we give this confession that I feel like a weight has li- been lifted off of my shoulders, right? We, we've all been there, especially after coming clean about something, right? Interestingly, this practice of confession has been happening for a long, long, long time, okay? Uh, we're going we're gonna to look at it in the biblical sense of how long it's been back, and uh, it's been even before this, uh, but I'm going to give you an example of how far it's been back. It's in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 9, uh, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to read from the NIV today. Uh, here's what it says. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth and putting dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the sins of their ancestors. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord, their God, for a quarter of the day and spent another quarter in confession and worshiping the Lord, their God. So here we have a good picture of communal confession happening in the ancient world. And in this case, it's the Israelites, the people of God, acknowledging their wrongdoing while worshiping the Lord together. Now, this particular scene is is a beautiful one because it comes on the heels of a long and difficult time of of slavery and captivity, right, by foreign powers like the Babylonians. The Israelites were a broken and scattered people, and and they're seeking this forgiveness and healing through their confession, right? So you have to understand something. It takes a good measure of humility 
to admit you've done wrong. So here they are being humble in themselves in, in their wrongdoings, right? And, and yet it would seem that, that healing comes from humility, okay? Uh, in fact, God says in Second Chronicles 7, 14, that's what he says. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So here's, here's, here's what we need to understand is. We need to understand. First thing, confession is healing. Okay, confession is healing as well as forgiveness is healing, right? Confessing our wrongs allows healing to happen. And healing is amazing, right? We, we get that weight lifted off, right? So think about a time in your life when you were on either end of confession and healing and think back to how amazing it felt to have that, that weight lifted, right? Or, or think for a moment about how amazing it was to extend forgiveness to someone, to someone else for, for, for something they did, right? You know, it was, it, it, I'm not going to say that was easy uh, to do, but it, but it's it's a, it's a powerful way, right? It's it's it, it's it's a powerful scenario, right? And for one final thought about the healing powers of confession, let's listen to what James says in James five sixteen. Therefore, confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. See, we often move towards confession in order to find healing and freedom, don't we? Right? We do. It's, and it's important to, and also to pray with another through this process, right? Right? That's what, what, what Scripture says, that we need to be praying with each other. It's also important to make sure we invite God into the process, right? I, I believe that's the, probably the most important thing, and seek his guidance. In fact, Galatians 5.1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit yourselves again to a yoke of slavery. Now, that word yoke... It's not an egg yolk, right? Some of you might not know that, okay? A yolk is the old way where they'd hook up oxen, right? And they'd put this bar, that basically this wooden bar that go across them. That was called the yoke. And they would hold onto that yoke with some straps and they could steer the oxen to where they wanted to go, right? So we don't, again, we don't want to be um, yoked to slavery, okay? In other words, unconfessed sin will enslave you, Okay? But Christ came to bring healing and freedom, right? That's what, what Scripture says. So confession is healing, all right? The second thing that confession can be is liberating. So it's healing and it's liberating. Confession and forgiveness set you free from the past sin and wrongdoing. And isn't it true, don't we kind of already know that being healed, right, is a way of setting us free, gives us that liberation, right? When Jesus began his ministry, the gospel says he came teaching, preaching, and healing, right? That's from Matthew 4, 23. God knew we weren't right. He knew we needed a savior, and Jesus helped shine a light on our need. He came to set us free, okay? In fact, in 1 John 1, 7 and 8, listen to what he says. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of, of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Listen to that last, last line again. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. See, it's not a matter of if you have sin and wrongdoing in your life. 
It's more a matter of you've got it and are you bringing it into the light? See, Christ works in the light because Christ is the light, right? Forgiveness happens in the light and forgiveness happens when we confess our sins. Okay, here's an important statement. Sin will enslave you. There's no doubt about it. If you continue with the sin, it will enslave you. You will be yoked by it. You'll have that bar on you, somebody controlling you with that sin. Okay? No matter what it is, however big or small this, this transgression may seem to you, right? I can, I can say with full confidence, though, that, that Christ is able and willing to forgive. But you need to confess your sin and bring your wrongdoing to his feet. Bring it into the light of Christ. Okay, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with your heart you believe and are justified, and with your mouth you confess and are saved. Confession is healing, and confession brings freedom, that liberation that we're talking about. I want to say this again, though. Confession isn't easy, but it's powerful, okay? There's a reason it's counted as one of the core pillars of our faith, and it's easy to see why that's true, because if you just simply refer back to the scriptures we just read in Romans 10, 9 and 10, and and 1 John 1, 7 and 8, you you will see how important it is, okay? But, (laughs) there's a big but right there, okay? I also want to caution, you know, anyone that is listening to this podcast who thinks they need to go back through every single transgression in their life in order to be healed, Okay? You, you don't have to number and name everything, okay? There, in fact, there's really no possible way to do that. But for some reason in our world, we, we think that, that well, I, I've done too much wrong to be forgiven. And so unless I name and number everything and truly give forgiveness, I, there's no way I can be saved, right? I got to name everything. I got to go all the way back and this, I did this, and I did this, and I did. No, you, you know why you don't have to do that? Because you got a God in heaven who already knows. He already knows. So it's just as effective to simply say, you know what? I am a sinner. I, I, I'm just a plain old sinner. And I need forgiveness. I am a sinner and I need forgiveness. And of course, there's, there's going to be some of you who, who know exactly you know, what you need to confess. Right? You do. You know exactly what you need to confess. So if there is a specific sin lingering at the forefront of your mind, you need to bring it to the light. You need to lay that thing at the feet of Jesus. So my encouragement is you do that today. So whichever group you find yourself a part of today, or if you find yourself feeling free and unburdened, that's great. We always know the answer is still the same for all of us. It's Jesus. We have to bring it back to Jesus. He is the reason we can find freedom, healing, and forgiveness. He is the reason we even have a faith to learn about. He's, he's the reason why we, we, we preach what we preach every Sunday and every day of the week if we're doing something else. Okay? So I can, I can only encourage you today, listening to this podcast, to simply bring yourself to him. Confess it if you need to. You know, maybe you just need to do start with the confession. Start from the beginning. God, Father, God, I, here's what I've done. Here's my wrongdoings. Confess it. Okay? And then ask for forgiveness if that's what you need to do. Some of you, maybe that's all you need to do. Maybe you've already confessed it, but you haven't asked God for forgiveness. Hey, God, I, I still need my forgiveness. You know, I confessed it, but, but you know, that's not all of it. I have to be forgiven, right? God, forgive me, please, right? 
Maybe, maybe you need to pray with somebody. You know, maybe, maybe you just need to get them involved to help you through this. Maybe you've confessed and you've asked for forgiveness, but man, I just, I feel like I'm all alone in this. Well, grab somebody, pray with them. Use a family member, a friend, whatever it might be. Do whatever you need to do today, okay, today, and trust that, that God is faithful because he is. He's always there, right? He already knows everything you've done. He's standing right there. But the problem is the, the less we confess, the further away he is because the reality is he cannot be around sin. And so we have to do whatever we can do to trust in his faithfulness and give him, give him that sin that we have. Trust in him that he will forgive us because he does. But we have to confess it, okay? Confession is healing. Confession is liberating, okay? That is, that is what we need to understand. Confession is healing. Confession is liberating. My prayer for you today is that you will be free from, from all that is hurting you, all this, the wrongdoing that you have uh, come in contact with, that you will take the time and confess to your Lord Jesus Christ today. That's my prayer for you. Amen. This concludes another episode of Venture Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I also hope that you will join us next week as we wrap up our series of Back to the Basics. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast in Chandler Acres Ministries, or you'd like to become a patron, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.